of liberation. It is customary in Hindu society for parents to give their children names like Krishna Das, Govinda Das, Narayan Das, and Vrindavan Das. Thus they chant the names Krishna, Govinda, Narayan, and Vrindavan and get the chance to be purified. So, this, uh, as, as Papa describes here, this customary Hindu society, uh, which means that. purified, we're saying that their um, 
and as the scribe describes here uh, in the purport, that um, that if one's mind is somehow attracted by the holy name of Krishna, one is on the path of liberation. On the path. So, uh, on the path of purification of the soul. The, the beginning point of liberation is mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita that one comes to one comes to the Brahman conception of life. So that is that is the point of the beginning of liberation. There's a concept, there's an understanding. I am the spirit soul and all the divinities are spirit soul. So that is the, the beginning of liberation. If we don't have that concept that I'm a spirit soul, we identify wholeheartedly uh, with the body and other living entities of the body, then um, that process of liberation, we are not on that path. We are on the path of living uh, pretty much like the animals. And so the Vedic, situ- the Vedic uh, uh, process is to uh, help those who are in tamaguna, ignorance, passion, or sacrament, even even goodness, to um, progress on the path of liberation, to gradually become purified, 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 and that purification point brings one to the concept of understanding uh, the line of spirit soul. So, uh, therefore, Krishna explains in the Bhagavad Gita that we all, if we perform any of our activities according to a natural situation, so for those in complete ignorance, that if they come under the control of the Vedic situation and perform their duties, they will also become self-realized. Those who are in the mode of passion, uh, there's some ignorance, some passion, even if they're in pure passion, uh, not much ignorance. If they perform their duties, they will also come to the point uh, that that process of following the body process is filled with so many, uh, you know, uh, aspects such as this. The body culture is like that. There are so many aspects of body culture that we're just doing big business, but because it's connected with the scriptural um, directions, you will come in contact with the Holy Name. You will come in contact with the, the saintly persons and gradually you become, it brings you to the point, gradually you become purified, purified. And one lifetime, uh, somewhere in that lifetime, it just dawns on you, yes, I'm eternal, I'm not this body. <laughs> and that is, that is the result of that. So there are many different factors in which is supposed to bring us to that point. We don't come to that point. Now, then the Bhagavad Gita explains that if we act on the platform of knowledge, perform our usual duties then, 
on the platform of that knowledge dedicated to becoming more fully situated as a spirit soul, completely purified, then those duties that we perform in this world become much more, uh, we get uh, immense purification. So, those who follow any religious principle, if they follow them for a purely material result, there's some benefit, and maybe, you know, sometimes chanting the holy name inadvertently, Forming some activities in relationship to some sadhus, devotees, going to the temple, what have you. So this, but it is just for, they're doing it all for purely for material benefit. Their progress is very, very, very slow. Very slow. And it's a very dangerous process in Kalyuga. But if they perform the same duties in this world for the purpose that I am a spirit soul, and my duties I should be performed in that knowledge for the sake of um, progressing in that path of liberation, of self-realization as a spirit soul. They make rapid progress. And if that knowledge, that those who do that, that is a very powerful stepping stone on the process of then realizing the super soul. The Supreme Lord, who sits within the heart of every living entity, and that is the stepping stone of one's progressive to then actually taking up devotional service to that super soul who is actually an expansion of Bhagavan in the spiritual world, the personality of Godhead, and therefore taking up service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and that that activities done in that Christian consciousness are the most purifying uh, of all. So that is the way that is the way process. So people are going to become on the path of Christian consciousness. The whole point of course is that if we can for us um, or for anyone who wants to go to become completely purified, they can Completely purified platform means when the soul is completely purified, they're placed in their original position as they are in the spiritual world. Even while situated in this world, the spirit soul understands I am a spirit soul, part and parcel of the Supreme Lord's spiritual energy. Therefore, I am the eternal servant of the personality of Godhead, that is when we are situated in pure devotional service, then we are completely purified, 100% purified, and at that point, in that lifetime, we can actually realize the personality of Godhead and go back to Godhead at the end of that life. So that is complete purification. So, uh, now, Arjuna, as we see, he was a Brahman who understood that he was a spirit soul and who actually also had some understanding of devotional service. 
but he fell down from that platform. But he was protected by whatever here, this chanting the holy name is so powerful that it was able to protect him. Ultimately, we will see that Arjamil, he could not go back to God straight away because he had actually fallen and then had to practice again with determination. So he took birth again for the opportunity, okay, now let me, you know, not fall away at that. Because if I fall away again, again I will not go back to God again. And again, so much trouble. So, you know, in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, this is mentioned that um, Verse 5, the 8th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Anti Kalech Mameva, Smamoga, Kalevam, Yavrati, Smagalam, Yasinda, and Yasyacha, Samsaya. And whoever at the end of his life puts his body remembering me alone, at once attains my nature of this series, no doubt. So, uh, if at the time, see, at the time, Arjuna left his body. He chanted the name of Narayan, which helped him to think of Narayan. But he was also thinking of his son. Um, and therefore, at the time he left his body, he was purified by remembering Narayan, but not to the point where he came back to God mind was also thinking of his son, predominantly, like that. And, but if, we, if we're just thinking of Krishna and nothing else, then we go back to God in his life. So that's mentioned in the next verse that, that, uh, of this eighth chapter, verse 6. Whatever so that um, it says in the purport, a person who in his life puts his body to of Krishna attains the transcendental nature of the Supreme Lord. But it is not true that a person who thinks of something other than Krishna attains the same transcendental state. And this is a point we should note very carefully. How can one die in the proper state of mind? Maharaj although a great personality, so Maharaj Bharat was a devotee practically on the stage of Bhakti. Just prior to the true love of God. Very elevated devotee. Very elevated. And says, although a great personality thought of a deer at the end of his life, and so in his next life, he was transferred into the body of a deer. Although as a deer he remembered his past activities, he had to accept that animal body. Of course, 
One's thoughts during the course of one's life accumulate to influence one's thoughts at the moment of death. So this creates one's next life. So Maharaj Bhara thought of that deer so much that it influenced his thoughts even at the time of death. So, you know, generally, if a devotee um, is constantly engaged in thinking of the Lord, and somehow or another there's a little fleeting thought, that's different. But if one is really consumed with something a lot, even as a devotee, that's significant. And that will, that will determine the consuming thought at the time of death. That's, that's a very important point. Uh, not that uh, we, uh, and we'll discuss this, that you know, we're constantly engaged in devotional service, and somehow there's uh, accidental death, and there's little inattention at the time we die, and uh, you know, therefore we may not be able to think of Krishna. And that, that, was, um, that was Arjuna's question. Started here, he asked Krishna at the beginning of the Sacred Chapter, How do we think of you at the time of death? That's the secret. And you know, what if, and, and Prabhupada mentions in that third book about Kulachetra Mahamas, Kulachitara, that I'm thinking of God now, but at that moment, at the moment of death, you know, the throat becomes choked up. Becomes disturbed, mind becomes disturbed. Will I think of him then? Better I now. <laughs> you think like that. So, but, but the point is that you know everything is tested in our life at that point. That's what Maharaj Kulachetra is understanding. Not necessarily that he has a death wish. But he knows at the time of death that you will be tested. That's the point of what he's saying. Uh, can I do it then? You know, that what sort of thinking, what sort of meditation uh, am I thinking of the Lord that at that time of thinking? Because if I do, I go back to God again. Uh, so that, that is a, a devotee has that in mind. Sort of thing that so then, in the purport there, uh, it says, of course, uh, if in one's present life one lives in the mode of Buddhist and always thinks of Krishna, it is possible for one to remember Krishna at the end of one's life. And that one will help one be transferred to the transcendental nature of Krishna. If one is transcendentally absorbed in Krishna's service, then his next body will be transcendental, spiritual, not material. Therefore, the chanting of the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Hare, is the best process for successfully changing one's state of being at the end of one's life. Now, Prabhupada mentions in that purport that we should be engaged. Now, of course, none of us can sit down and chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra 24 hours a day every night. We cannot even take Hare Krishna. So then, the main process is chanting Hare Krishna. So, 
it's mentioned in the purport and it's mentioned in the next verse, Christian gives the solution. That you do all your natural activities as a father, as a mother, as a son, as a citizen, as a brahmin, as a businessman, uh, as a worker, as a farmer. You do all your natural activities according to your psychophysical makeup. And but you mold your life in such a way that you're always thinking of Krishna. Because the point is that we must remember and think of Krishna. So we mold our lives and because the main thing is that we're chanting the Hare Krishna Mantra uh, and always thinking of Krishna. And here, like this, the rain. That's chanting Hare Krishna. That's one of the names of the Lord. The Hare Krishna Maha Mantra is Maha Mantra, but of course uh, we can't, we have uh, you know, four kids, we can call one Hare, one Krishna, no, it's me to say we have three kids, we can call one Hare, one Krishna, one Ram, Hare Krishna, Ram. <laughs> but, <laughs> if all the kids in the world are called Hare Krishna, Ram, <laughs> so then we have Govinda, the Dharma. <laughs> And that is the same. That is the same. And um, also, you know, one can one can live in Vrindavan, and one can live in the Holy Dharma, but that's not possible for everyone. To live in the Holy Dharma and just see everything related to Krishna and chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra 24 hours a day is not possible. So Krishna doesn't recommend that. And and Lord Chaitanya and the child specifically is that don't try to do that. Do something that's practical. And Krishna said to Arjun, do your duty, but you think of me. Okay. Be a householder, be a brahmachari, be a sannyas, vanakras, tacha. But don't identify that I am that body. But it is an activity, a service we can do for the Krishna in a particular way that is natural to us, that we can do for the whole life, because it's natural, it's easy, and it also shows others how to do what's natural and easy, and uh, and allows us the time to chant Hare Krishna. So most devotees will mould their life in such a way they're not working so hard. You see some of the billionaires in this world. They have billions of dollars, they still don't have time to sit and chant Hare Krishna. But a devotee's life, they do their activities, but they mould their life in such a way that they can have so much time to chant Hare Krishna, associated with devotees. And of course, we want to teach that process to the world, and that's why that, that is there in Srila Prabhupada's books. Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, Krishna the Krishna Marathon, which began in 1972. Uh, so I guess next year will be the 50th anniversary. So um, that uh, by distributing our books, that is one of the main services that we do as devotees, apart from, you know, chanting and sickening around, which is the main service. And then next will be 
it shouldn't be taught by books. That, that is the basis of this movement. That is how this movement began, is how it grew, and how it was maintained, and how it will progress in the future. The basis of everything is this book distribution. That pleases God part, it pleases the Charles, it pleases and within those books is so much instruction for the whole world in any position how they can mould their life in such a way to be Christian conscious. So I used to, I used to sell full sets of books uh, at least myself and uh, so I was in Adelaide and selling full sets of books and you was here in Melbourne selling full sets of books. And one of the things I love about Prabhupada's book is that you meet someone, you know, there's some contact, and you think, okay, I'm going to visit these people, or make a relationship. But literally, on the first visit, you try to sell them a set of books. <laughs> and so, what you had to do was to you ask, you know, what do you do? I'm on the chemistry. Chemistry! There's so much about that in the Bible, don't you? And literally, you know, Gita, within a few minutes, those people understood that no matter what they're doing, the perfection of that, those things are discussed. Everything is discussed in the Prabhupada books. You know Prabhupada books. And so, uh, you know, no matter who you meet, you find out their interests. And if you know Prabhupada books well, Immediately go to the path of, but I mentioned that here. Uh, you know, and they, and they get this nice, oh gee, that's a real um, deeper understanding and uh, what I'm doing and how I can do what I'm doing and uh, benefit myself and the world by doing it in such a way that it's connected with the plane. It's a wonderful, uh, you know, people love that concept. They don't want to be just uh, doing something for their life just for, just for money. And of course, for us, that uh, book marathon protects us from falling down like a hard Because this time of year, Christmas, is a time of enjoying material world. <laughs> Isn't it? So people, people get in this 100% do. I've been working, now it's enjoying 100% with all my other family, they're all enjoyers, my friends, they're all enjoyers, we're all going to enjoy together. And of course, you know, <laughs> we've been, been in lockdown, we're going to enjoy, we're going to make up for two years of lockdown, are we going to enjoy this Christmas like it was, uh, you know, Two years worth of enjoyment is on Christmas. And that mood, uh, you know, to associate with people in that mood, uh, can be very uh, contaminating. We have to associate with them because we live in this world. And we in our activities, you know, we bump into the, these people. But through the book marathon, 
we become so intensely absorbed in serving Krishna and taking the opportunity. Because when people want to enjoy it, they love to spend money. And the, the, the more people who are enjoying, they're quite often more uh, charitable. And they work very hard for this money. This money. They've got extra money. It's a perfect time to distribute the books. It protects the body because it's intensely absorbed in service of Krishna. They're intensely taking opportunity of a very uh, you know, fertile opportunity for book distribution and is the benefit for the world that the main service that we do is distributing Prabhupada books uh, is done uh, predominantly. Okay. So <coughs> on a big scale all over the world, Sankitan Jagat, the Brihadadana. Now we're discussing here chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. We go out right on the streets, we bang with the Dunga. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Taking here to one block. I know sometimes if you like, you go down to catch up with the Hare Nam and they've already moved on. You've got to listen above the trams, above the traffic. You've got to get within maybe one to two blocks and you can just hear that bang. You know, I think it's right like that. So the brief up the book distribution, that is a dream of that is not different from chanting Hare Krishna. That's why it's called the Brihadananda. It's the same Hare Krishna with Madanga, but it's a big, big Madanga that spreads the process of chanting the Hare Krishna Mahamantra and the glories of the name and fame and pastimes and instruction of the Lord all over the world, the whole world. Now there are many devotees in the course 
associated with materialistic persons, even for the purpose of preaching, have themselves succumbed to the allurements of the material energy by that association. Um, I mean, I have seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of devotees. Especially when the um, influence of Maya is so strong as it is at Christmas, and they have become allured, you know, caught up and again attracted to the enjoying truth. Prabhupada mentions that the, the, uh, in this purport, he says, uh, uh, Despite constant endeavour, one may fail for many reasons. First of all, one may not be sufficiently serious about following the process. To pursue the path, the transcendental path, is more or less to declare war on the illusory energy. So the Christmas marathon, it's war. And you can guarantee, for each and every devotee, their intention, I will deliver so many books that you know, we're going to come out there with our weapons and, and the children are just thinking, oh, I see. You come into my domain where I have these people under my control. Oh, you big, big body. <laughs> Let me see if I can deliver your mind in a different way. I like to tell a story that um, you know, might have been very <laughs> I remember one time um, uh, on book distribution and uh, doing the same thing. I was walking past the shop in there, I know And uh, there was some TVs and there was a constant date on the TV. I was like that. But um, anyway, I thought, well, there's a concept there. I'll just have a look, see what people are interested in. Uh, soft me. I'm just saying, what sort of my people are into. I watched that whole concept. And, and when I, I got back to the temple, I thought, my God, you know, how, treat how, you know, it, it, um, the material energy knows, you know, there's some little something we have attachment to and she'll, she'll present exactly that. You, know. uh, you won't be able to resist this. However, you know, the thing was that when I got back to the temple, you know, I thought, oh my God, you know, that's, that's how my eyes diverted my attention. And I picked up a, a, a magazine where my spiritual master had an article And in there, he was preaching, and he was specifically a priest preaching against, against you know, and he mentioned David Bowie in particular. <laughs> and I thought, just see, you know, how, and, and you know, so what he said put it right in the context, directed it right at me, and you know, 
Krishna managed to uh, save him. <laughs> but, um, so Krishna is always trying to help us, uh, but it is a declaration of, of, of war and might. And, um, you know, uh, the Prabhupada goes on to say, consequently, whenever a person tries to escape the clutches of the illusory energy, she tries to defeat the practitioner by various allurements. A conditioned soul is already allured by the most material energy and there is every chance of being allured again even while performing transcendental disciplines. And this is called your gut chalitamanasa, deviation from the transcendental path. And, and as we said, uh, we, we saw in the case of Maharaj you know, and ourselves in daily basis. Uh, you know, we always been, have to be very careful. The material energy is definitely, you know, you know, we declare war on Maya, especially if you know, book marathons and some of the different things. If, you know, if we preach very strongly, uh, then Maya can attack. So, one, for devotees, we must always remember that the purpose, you know, one of the purposes of every service we do, including the Christmas marathon, is it is an opportunity to increase our ability to remember Krishna. Then we're protected. Then we're protected. So yes, we're trying to sell books. We're selling books for the purpose that we shall remember Krishna, otherwise how will we sell selling books? We'll be uh, diverted. And we're selling books so that others can remember Krishna. And to the, to the degree that we can remember Krishna is the degree we can challenge Maya and help others remember Krishna. If we're seeking um, that I should become the most famous book distributor, my name shall be widely glorified. And we've already forgotten Krishna. <laughs> we haven't even got down the street. <laughs> Isn't it? Because that's the bodily concept of life. As soon as we try to satisfy, that's, that means that I'm thinking on the body. And the body includes the subtle body, which means the mind. I'm trying to satisfy my mind. Uh, but you know, therefore, in that um, uh, seventh chapter, as I just put the exact page, I love to have it. Text 13. Tripi Gunamaye Bhavi Adhisaravi Nandivat Bhogi Kamadhyanti Mamadhyatamabhyayam. Deluded by the three modes, goodness, passion and ignorance. The whole world does not know me, whom above knows and inexhaustible. And Prabhupada says the whole world is enchanted of the three modes of material nature, and those who are bewildered by these three modes cannot understand the transcendental of this material nature is the Supreme Lord Krishna. So Prabhupada goes on to mention you know that we all have a particular type of psychological and biological activities. 
dramas, tattoos, vices, sutras, what have you. But when none of these things, um, we're not American, we're not a man, we're not a female, we're not Australian, we're not Hindu, we're not Indian, uh, we're not the, the gross body, we're not the subtle body. And as soon as we are attracted to enjoy any aspect of of the, the subtle or gross body imagery again in the bodily concept of life and that means we have forgotten Krishna because we're not this body or this mind we're the eternal servant of Krishna and our eternal activity is the blissful devotional service of Krishna if we get that position we become the servant of the body again so we get Krishna so says, there are many different kinds of living entities, human beings, demigods, animals, and each and every one of them is under the influence of material nature, and all of them have forgotten the transcendental personality of God. So, uh, that is the nature of material energy. The nature of material energy is to uh, enchant every living entity, even those on the spiritual path, even while they're engaging transcendental activities to enchant them in such a way that they get Krishna and the consciousness comes back to enjoying the body and the mind like that. So, but I'll just read one last verse uh, from Gita. <coughs> Again from the 8th chapter. That um, This one here, uh, eight, fourteen. And then we cheat the second time, your mouth smoke in it, just a pasham, sulla, atanditi, For one who always remembers me, without deviation, I am easy to obtain, a son of Krita, because of his constant engagement in devotional service. And therefore, you can see those two things. We constantly engage in devotional service in order to always remember Krishna. And if we do that without deviation, that person most easily crosses over the material energy, the illusory nature of Maya, and then goes back to, uh, attains Krishna in this lifetime and goes back to Krishna at the end. That, that, that makes it very easy. Baba says that spiritual life is simple for the simple, which means that I've only got one thing I'm trying to do, and it's trying to remember Krishna and serve Krishna. And so very easy that is. And difficult for the duplicious. I'm trying to remember Krishna and serve Krishna, and at the same time, there's some chant of utility. I'm trying to satisfy it. So the strange thing is it's easier to constantly think of Krishna than to sort of think of Krishna and have little breaks with material energy. That, that makes it both things impossible. <laughs> really it's actually easier to just think of Krishna all the time. And one becomes so dear to Krishna by that that he gives them the most attention. 
But I'll just read that part of the third book. So one may think it's hard. How do all the simple questions? Well, we just do it. And Prabhupada said, what does it do with you? If someone says, uh, you know, this, um, if you ask someone who gambles, uh, how do you always think you gamble? <laughs> it's not a problem. I'm, I'm attracted to it, I'm attached to it. Because then you get night and day. I'm prepared to lose my life, my house, my kids, my job. For gambling. <laughs> I can't stop them. That is their choice. You ask the drug again. How can you think of drugs right there? Yes, we're not on Netflix yet, we're already at the moment. You know, every person on there, you know, is there some connection here? There's some drugs, people love the money, that's all there. Night and day, their entire life, no matter how much trouble they get, their mind never leaves that point of thought. Whatever it is. Krishna says, it's natural. We are eternally connected in love. You think of me, I think of you. Therefore, the, the, here at the end of this verse, the Prabhupada says that um, in any of these ways, the field of love is always constantly engaged in the transcendental love and service of the Lord and cannot forget the Supreme Lord. And so for him, the Lord is easily attained. A pure devotee cannot forget the Supreme Lord for a moment, and similarly, the Supreme Lord cannot forget the pure devotee for a moment. This is the great blessing of the Krishna consciousness process of chanting the Maha Mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare So if we always think of Krishna, you can guarantee at the time I'm thinking of Krishna, that means Krishna thinking of me. And if we're trying to serve Krishna, Krishna is thinking of us, trying to serve him, he will help us. Okay. So, uh, any comments or questions? Uh, Uh, 
selling them one by one, or back to Godhead, or distributing them. He was very enthusiastic because he understood that if people think of Krishna, it solves all of the problems of the world. So that enthusiasm, people would love it. people 
appreciate, especially people who appreciate that change. Not to force someone to take a book, since we turn away the child again. It takes a lot of intelligence. But if we're Christian conscious and we try to do it, Christian will, and, and you know, when we have, we have a, a proper focus, and mine's not diverted by my own Sunday crazy thoughts, I'm out here distribute books, Christian will keep that intelligence. So that's why it depends on Christian consciousness. Because if our mind is filled with other diversions, we can't quite, we're not, uh, uh, say, there's some static between Krishna trying to direct us and us picking up that direction. So with Krishna conscious, we really, you know, get an understanding. So, and when, therefore, our perspective is that there's only, uh, we don't give options too many options for them not to buy the <laughs> So, you know, we, we used to have, um, so it's just a simple technique. You know, Prabhupada would never accept any negative comment from the, uh, about the movie. If someone did throw a negative comment, he only took it in a positive way. So in other words, he only wanted one result, that everything he says is going to be positive and go my way. You understand? One time some, someone says, Prabhupada, you know, the thing I see about you is that you know everything. Prabhupada said, thank you. <laughs> he said there's a criticism. God said, thank you. He's not going to take any criticism. He's not going to take a negative response. He's only going to accept positive response uh, for Christians' sake. So, you know, you don't say things like, uh, would you like to buy a book? No. But you don't ask the person such a, such a way that someone has the opportunity to say no. It's more like, you know, uh, you interested in your thing? Yeah. You get as many yeses as you can. Yeah. You look like a really intelligent person. Did you say to Yeah. I bet you're, you know, you do this, you know, yeah. Get me a yes. Like a Bible? Yeah. 5%. <laughs> Put the book in your hand. Once you get the feel of it, something. You need to touch it. You need to touch it. So, you know, but there's a lot of different techniques like that, but the thing is that you get the intelligence uh, that, you know, you ask the question and it somehow leads, it sort of gives them an opportunity to get out of buying a book or whatever you, you don't ask it again, you know, the question will help you realise that. And if you ask them something and, you know, you sort of, uh, you immediately strike that friendship. And of all things, the main thing is that people like you, not by whatever you got, even if they don't want you. And they'll, they'll be happy that they bought something of a nice person. Devotees are very friendly, 
very open, very honest, and very nice people. Prabhupada says, only a crazy person doesn't like the body. You be yourself and uh, you know, just strike up an immediate friendship. And if you're really friendly with people, nice and polite, uh, people will you know, take whatever you say. I, you know, I was with the Curtis one time and uh, I was in Dandenong, I couldn't find an Indian shop, no one had a limited amount of time. I walked into a shop that probably suited me to come in. Because uh, I, I had a corner of my eye, I saw what I thought was Curtis, but then I realised they were more African. But the person in there was a really nice person. and. I didn't really want to buy an African sort of thing because I've never, I've never bought it. But he's such a nice person, <laughs> I wouldn't say that on my course. So, you know, if you, somebody, if you, if you, you, know, you can strike up a really honest, uh, you know, just immediate, you know, uh, you know, say, the people like you. What you say, the way you do it, your enthusiasm, your happiness, people like you. That bothers you. And uh, then, as a matter of what you're saying, you're really just going to, you know, you're believing everything in a way that's not so obvious towards him buying that book. <laughs> it's almost, you know, when someone buys a book and it's almost like a side issue. Oh, you bought a book as well, I really just got to say, oh, you know, it's like the, the exchange is so nice that the, in one sense, the selling of the book is like the side issue. Well, it was really nice and amazing. <laughs> it was sort of forcing things down this road. So, but, you know, so I'm just giving you some ideas, but the thing is, Christian would give you intelligence, definitely. Yeah. Uh, if you're Christian conscious. Yeah. Uh, I believe it there. Thank you. Thank you, Krishna.